Big Brother. I gotta pay my bill. Hey, bro. Your Fruit Loop dingus bust a fool again? Blurries, you better grab a life vest. I love you, bro, Montana. Damn, that's friendship. I can't hear you. I know, because you don't like to hear the truth. Tico, bro, hey. But first, but first, but first, but first, but first, but first. Whoa, bro. Don't be a beta. What is happening, gang? It's Alex and Emma back for another fun-filled episode of Pass the Gravy, bro. We will be recapping the fourth eviction and veto competition and, I guess, a not HOH, HOH competition, H- but it wasn't a live HOH competition. There was, it was basically a full week of Big Brother in one night, but it was like an edited together full week. But it's uh, the recap of Celebrity Big Brother Season 2, and I feel like it was an episode that had a lot of potential to be filled with drama and, you know, to really have some stuff changing up and to kind of throw a wrench in everything for the week, but nothing like none of that came true it was kind of like last night's super bowl where you're like oh this could be crazy you know if kato or tom wins a veto here then who knows this could go nuts and it just never really happened so we uh we kind of were i personally as a kato and tom slash uh tomato team tomato fan I was a little sad to to see one of them go. I mean, it was kind of inevitable at this yeah. point. We we knew based on the feeds who was up. So yes. uh, yeah, there we go. But uh, we can we can hop right in to the uh, the recap here in just a sec. But give us a follow real fast on the Twitter at Pass the Gravy Bro. I'm at Alex J Middleton, and I'm not saying not to follow Emma. Just she doesn't have a Twitter. She, Don't follow me. But I mean, like you could follow her if she had a Twitter, but she doesn't have a Twitter, so. If somebody wants to make one for her, no, do that. don't. That'd be do, awful. No, that'd be really funny. Just no, don't. Please don't. No. That would be weird. Now, now somebody's going to. <laughs> All right, so um, I'll never we, get a job. <laughs> so the episode started with uh, right after Joey's eviction. They're kind of like just chilling a little bit. Then you had Natalie, Lolo, and Ricky getting kind of pissed that Candy was talking to Tom and Kate. Like, how dare she talk to other people that she lives in a house with? Really clicky. Yeah, but they, they, they're they being very clicky, but then they're getting mad at her for being clicky, but she was kind of just happening to be in the kitchen with them talking, and this was uh, portrayed once. There was one instance on the on the episode tonight, but there were like two or three instances on the feeds over time over this weekend that it happened where it was just like they'd be playing cards in the kitchen and she'd go to make food and she was kind of just shooting the shit with them. And then Tamar would be like, what the hell are you doing talking to them? Why are you doing this? And it's like, I mean, I understand to an extent, like, you don't want it to look like you're working with them, but geez, like, you, you can, you can acknowledge that they're there. And it was like, that was another thing that I feel like I wanted to, like, I, I want to explain, like, a lot of the stuff that we saw in the feeds that didn't get shown on the episode. And I feel like because of Celebrity Big Brother, they're trying to protect reputations more than they typically do during the summer season. We kind of talked about this on Saturday, I believe, but I think that they they just had they didn't really show how cold 
the the Lolo, Natalie, Ricky side of the house has been to Tom and Cato the entire week, pretty much. Or I guess since like Saturday when Tamar became HOH. So it's just been a couple of days, but like seems like longer. It does feel like longer, and I think it was kind of towards the end of Tom's yeah, HOH as well. That's true. That was they were like, let's not go in the HOH room. Let's ignore. Let's him. just not talk to him. And it's just like it's gotten weird, and the shit talking has increased each day. I feel like where they're just like, yeah, I know you just got to ignore. Like they kept just telling Dina to just ignore them when they talk to him, and it's like, I mean, you can, you can kind of just not do that. You don't have to. And this, but I mean, I guess it's an effective strategy. They're bullies. It's an effective strategy though, because uh, now they got one of them out, so they got half true. of that. Half of their Very target true. is is eliminated. So mission that's accomplished, big brother. That's how you got to play it. So then we had the HOH competition that was not live, but it was uh, it was picture imperfect, the old photo swap thing that we had together, and they had to like ring in with who could figure out the difference in the photo, or the photo fail, or whatever they were calling it, and. Tamar was the winner of that. You could kind of pick who had to go against who, who had to go up next if when you were out, I think. And it was it was uh, they they kept just going after Cato because Tom couldn't play because he had just been HOH. So uh, he he somehow was able to find his way to get to the end against Tamar, and he just couldn't get it done. Just couldn't get, get it done. Just couldn't get it done. Couldn't get it done. And so Tamar was the HOH. She. Kind of sided with Lolo and Natalie. <laughs> the and all Room of them. Alliance. Yeah, the room. Is that what they're calling them? Yeah, because they're okay. all in the same room. Yeah, the four of them in that room. That makes sense. So, and Cato kind of talked about that on his on his exit speech. Spoiler. I mean, it's a recap <laughs> episode. I'm trying to get past that. I'm <laughs> trying to get past that. <laughs> I, I I was a victim of that I'm myself. Joking, I'm joking. But uh, so so Tamar had sided with Lolo's side of the house, and she put up Tom and Cato, like ensuring that one of them is going to be out. She said that they were just both big threats. And that big was a pretty threats. That was a pretty easy out for her because they both are big threats. They've both already won an HOH and I believe they each have a veto. Or just no Kato has two vetoes, maybe. So, like, I don't know. Maybe maybe they've got at least three, four comp, something, b- comp something points like that. between that. Uh yeah, I should have should have should have written that down. But they've been pretty Bad. strong in competitions thus far in the show and I mean we kind of talked about that being something that hampers people later on if you win too much too early and the two of them aligning together they were a power couple yeah. so you gotta break up tomato. that power couple yeah tomato they had a it was a cool name <laughs> yeah, so it you know like yeah, that was fun to say but like that's a power couple they gotta break that up why I no understand one thought of that in the house to be calling them that all day or all the yeah you know, the show yeah that was Everyone weird but was- but I'm I'm just happy that now Kato knows about it. So hopefully people will embrace that more. Uh, Candy did talk to Tamar at, at one point about possibly backdooring one of the girls on the Lolo side. And one they, of her shade mates is what is Tamar called shade them. Shade mates? Were they their shade? I guess instead of a roommate, they're shade mates. They're shade. Yeah, because they're shady. Okay, I like that. That was cool. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But so she was trying. They were trying to decide who it was, and they were saying that Natalie would be the easier out. And Tamar, not the easier, the better, the, the better smarter. one to get, I guess. The smarter one, because you because Lolo's nuts, predictable. You know she's gonna go off. You know she's gonna do this. She's a bigger, she's a bigger shield for you, I guess. Natalie is the brains of that operation. But Candy, but I don't know, is she though? Because I feel like Natalie kind of just sits back and everything. I feel like Lolo, like she does fly off the handle, but she does a lot of the discussing. She does a lot of the negotiating. She makes a lot of the deals, and Natalie is kind of there. Now that could be part of Natalie's deal, but like I feel like at finale night, if it was the two of them, I'd give it to Lolo because one, how the hell did she make it to the end? No, because you could say Lolo's the head and like Natalie's the neck. You know, like she she keeps them her 
in line would of you rather mission. be the head or the neck though definitely the neck i would want to be the head why because you're the top and you think neck you're just like you know you hold up you the head breathe okay well it's, she would be the head without the brain because i don't think lolo's making like power moves i think natalie's like hey maybe we should do this hey i talked to so-and-so and i think we need to do this I just feel I feel like Lolo has been just maybe and maybe she's just been the louder decision maker and that might be why it, it feels that way to me. But I don't know. I th- I would I, I think that Lolo is a bigger shield, so that's probably why that happened. It's probably Candy's line of thinking. I think it was, and she she was trying just to convince Tamar like we should do this. And Tamar was really worried about if it doesn't work out, if one of them wins the veto, that now they got those four of them coming after them, or those three of them coming after her and candy and she just didn't want to have that happen but i feel like you know as somebody that was rooting for team tomato i was like just fucking pair up with them and try and figure it out but it didn't matter it didn't matter and lolo won the veto game yeah lolo won the veto so it wouldn't matter anyways uh so in the veto competition it was uh they had gallagher the comedian there and i was i was kind of like was this the real guy at first you even said the same thing and He's then old. it was Gallagher. He brought his hammer out there. He was smashing the pies and Jello and cakes and watermelons, watermelons. And all kinds of stuff. And he was doing his shtick. Uh, it was Tamar, Tom, Cato, Lolo, Dina, and Candy that got to participate in the competition. And uh, so Gallagher pretty much put on his show, smashed all that stuff while making like hurling the insults. I think the boys, Cato and or Tomato, uh, I think they got too excited about seeing Gallagher to realize they that they really should probably did. memorize it. They really because did. they really screwed the pooch there on the competition. Yeah, it was not ideal for them. But uh, so so they pretty much watched the whole show and then the competition was one of those the true false one that they typically do at least once a year or one in the summer and usually more than that. But the true false one where it was did Ga- did Gallagher do this before? Did he wipe off the hammer before he smashed this? What did he smash before or this? And uh, Tom and Cato sucked at it. I don't. Let me, I think I wrote down what they got. Uh, yeah, Tom only got three right. He had the least amount, and Cato only had uh, five. So he was tied for second, but still, uh, Lolo Lolo didn't miss one. Lolo got them all. Lolo clearly was paying attention. And I also think that Tom and Cato were staying up late last night trying to drill each other. Like that time, <laughs> she said, trying to uh, mem- like memorize as much stuff about the game as they could on who went home on what day and everything. And that sucks because they put all that energy into that, and you just had to pay attention towards Gallagher. And They're Tom, as a comedian, was really excited about Gallagher. <laughs> and even in his speech on the way out, when they were before they did the live eviction, it wasn't, I guess, not his way out. But when they were doing the live eviction in his speech, he was like, "I was just honored to see Gallagher, and I was just really happy that I got an opportunity to see him. He's always been, he's always been somebody that I looked up to and that I respected." And that was kind of cool. So I think he was a little bit in awe. I think Cato, yeah, like just you could they didn't see pay it on attention. Their faces, they were just like, "Oh yeah!" Like every time he hits, and something. everybody else was more so like intently studying <laughs> and paying attention. They're just like, like "This no, is fun. Do, more. do it again." Oh, child yeah. Of my- yeah. Oh, I went everywhere. <laughs> That's fun. What's in my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so uh, that, that that was uh, that was a cool competition to watch. But uh, it didn't end up well because the guys didn't do too great. If, as long as you, pull it if you were Team Tomato, it didn't go well. Yeah. But uh, then Lolo just smoked everybody. Lolo won the veto and ended up not using it. So obviously, she why, why would she have used Vetoed it? Vetoed her own power. And then, Is that how you could uh, put that? yeah, she refrained from vetoing her Shoot. power. Or something like vetoed that. Vetoed the idea of vetoing the nominations. That makes sense. 
We'll go with that. Veto, veto, veto. I like that. I like that better. <laughs> Um. So, uh, where the fuck was I? Oh no. Then Lola, I wrote that. I wrote that. Julie <laughs> then like kind of teased everybody about like, shoot, can I tell you guys who won the Super Bowl? Huh? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Projections saying, "Oh, Jules, we know, we know what you were doing. We know what Which you were is, doing, Miss Chen Moon Vez. Well, it's not right. Rocking that blue dress is what she was doing. Am like, I right? Am I right, gang? No, you're not. Um, on <laughs> BBOTT, they <laughs> they told them the results of the election. Why couldn't they tell well, them the results? Well, because that was about the leader of the free world. Nah, I mean, obviously, I get it. It's <laughs> like the biggest game there is, the big, the best sport there is. But like, you gotta wait. That's part of the part of the the big deal when you nah. go in the big bro house would have been cool. I, mean, I guess uh, BB 16, they told him who won the world cup, but that was cause it was part of a competition, but it was on CBS. So you could have just told, I don't know. Yeah. And then I, I think know. they even like gave Olympic spoilers, you know, one of those years. They yeah. were like, we have this many golds. We have this many golds. I mean, silvers, <laughs> whatever. We just have golds. Whatever. They're on golds. But um, then we we had the, the we had the live eviction. Cato did the whole thing that he had already pretended he was going to do on the feeds. I wasn't sure if he was really going to live up to it, but on the feeds he got a kick out of telling Tom. Oh man, such Tom, a kick! Tom you, was not into it. You do this. <laughs> And you do your mock speech and Tom did his and then he's like what Tom said <laughs> and funny, then he was it? like that's all I'm gonna say and Tom was like no man You're don't do that. that dude this yeah, is for live really television <laughs> and it was like he's like I'm just your friend I'm gonna tell you what I honestly think and that was kind of cool of Tom but Cato then was like okay well I'll just do it but then I'll be like okay just kidding and that's exactly what he did he's like, what Tom said just kidding <laughs> just kidding <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah he Super recommended serious. a book he did a book review um he, I, I something about acting classes. I don't know. I don't know. And then he was. They were both just grateful, kind of, for the opportunity in their speech. And apparently, they both thought that they were going home. And okay, I guess Cato said that Tom thought he just was going home. So I think they both didn't. They 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 each thought that they they were going home. So he wasn't too. You struggled surprised. with that sentence. I did. I really <laughs> fucked that up a lot, didn't I? I, but did I got it out. I got it out there. Which was it was a five nothing vote. So. It was, it was the second what unanimous you, eviction of the season. But like the first one without six votes to evict. That's true. That is true. And uh, I said Ricky was the first NFL running back to actually evict Cato Kalen, I guess. Ooh, uh, funny. Uh, funny. Because uh, OJ, yeah. didn't, OJ didn't quite do it there. See what I did there? Yeah. I got jokes. I wrote jokes down, guys. It's not as funny when you told it to you wrote it down. Uh, <laughs> you didn't tell me. That was fresh on me. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Um, Kato was pretty cool about everything on his way out. And then Tom even said something like Ricky said something to Tom on the way out. They were kind of going back and forth between the, uh, like always the, arguing the camera or whatever. And then Ricky was like, yeah, I'm not as much of a dick as you think I am. And I was like, I guess I thought it was about to get heated, but I guess Tom was like, thank you for keeping me. Yeah, I guess so. And then Ricky was like, you know, I told you I was going to keep you. And Tom would be like, I don't know. I think you're a liar. And then I think that's when Ricky was like, I'm not as much as a douche as you think I am or whatever okay. he says. That's I, that's how I imagine that conversation went. Maybe he was. I thought he was thanking him for like being cool with Cato on the way out because everybody oh, seemed pretty cool maybe. about it. And it was funny because whenever know why Tom would well, when, ask Ricky, when they knew they were on TV, they're just so much nicer to everybody. Like, oh yay, Cato, Cato, tomato, Cato, potato, Plato, Cato. It was just like you guys don't ever do that. Yeah, and then when they kept back, Tom, I guess, had said something about Lolo, and he was like, "Are we still live?" And they were like, "We're still live." And then Tom goes, "Oh." I yeah. just assumed we weren't. Sorry, and then Lolo CBS. was like, yeah. Hoo-ah. So I think he said something nasty about Lolo. He said, Lolo, you are a... Devil! I almost said a hard C, but I didn't because oh. this isn't another podcast. No, she's an American hero. We, 
And she hasn't won any medals. She's she represented as um, how many times though. have you been to the Olympics? Um, I've won as many Olympic medals though. Yeah, but how many times have you so been? How many times have you attempted? I I have had the opportunity to go to the Olympic Games, but I was far too young when it was in Atlanta in 1996. So that was as close as I got to going to the Olympics. Well, she's been twice, but she still has won kinds. as many times as me. It's yeah. like Danica Patrick has. I know. Actually, but Danica many, Patrick has one times, more NASCAR win than I have. How many times but, have you attempted? Um, well, you know, you can't fail anything if you don't try it. So that's what I always say. Yeah, but she tried. Yeah, but she failed. So, so I mean, so what? I doesn't, I'm just so saying what? it's a draw. Obviously, it's a draw. No. <laughs> it's clearly a draw. Cato did not seem bitter about being evicted. He was kind of just happy that he got to play the game, sort of repeating himself in, his, in what he said to the, the, the second part of the eviction speech after his bad joke. Then Kato said that the four of them, which I guess you're telling me now is called The Room. The Ricky, the room Alliance. Tamar, Lolo, and Natalie. He said sleeping in the same room kind of helped them be able to team up against him. And Julie was asking him if he thought that when they decided that their Tom decided to go after Ricky and try and back to a Ricky was when it all went wrong. And he was saying that they just had a bad feeling, that they were suspicious. And I really feel like even if you didn't discuss the back door of Ricky like that, I feel like that that they would have still been the odd guys out of that group. And then they would have eventually been turned on maybe not necessarily this week, but like the week after. Or so like their time with them was limited. And I feel like Lola was already sketchy. Tamar not liking Kato initially wasn't going to help anyways. And if Lolo had decided to team up and do that, I just, I don't think Ricky really liked Tom. I don't think yeah. that they, they didn't, they weren't a very cohesive group. It didn't seem no. like they've, they really forced the, the five some I feel like in the very beginning and that just kind of caused it to become more of a rivalry and like a hatred of each other instead of something that like should have like brought them together blossomed and, they, and grew yeah, yeah. Like, they did not follow what level six did or level five I think is what Lolo was calling them but it's level six oh, Lolo Lolo Loco Lolo Loco some, some Lolo. old guy on Twitter thinks that's like hilarious and has probably been tweeting that about <laughs> oh Loco Lolo I got him that time guys uh, so yeah, Cato said that, like them getting the team up against them was probably part of the downfall and didn't quite wreck it, quite point at the Ricky instance. But I definitely think the Ricky instance is where it I all think started it was too, to unravel. He didn't seem like he seemed like he thought they didn't do anything wrong through the whole entire thing, and it was like, well, you're, you weren't getting along with your people, and nobody talked to him, and then you tried to turn on one of the guys who just brought it, like. Yeah, you made some they bad moves, They should have just not Kato. tried to bring Ricky in at all. <laughs> yeah. Is what they should have done. Because they did it, and then immediately were like, hey, about that guy. What if we... Yeah, because uh, like, when Julie was like, you got a little power hungry, just a little bit, he kind of gave her a look like, no. What? Well, I don't think, yeah, I I don't think he that thought way. that, but yeah, they but, definitely yeah, did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> to, to an extent. But I also think it's funny because people get mad about them being power hungry when they talk about stuff. And I think that if you watch the live feeds and you see that, like, and sometimes the edits of the show make them just show that they're talking about specific stuff. And a lot of times it's about who you're going to put up on the block and all of that. And, like, how you're going to make, make our dog is playing with her toy. <laughs> but she always finds the loudest toy to play with when we're recording. Um, but they, they, I feel like they, they uh, they, they, the house, HOH has to kind of talk about who they're going to put up, and there's certain times where you have to talk to more people than others. And a lot of times that can be perceived as being power hungry, especially early on 
But it's just as like there's more people in the house, so you're gonna have to have more conversations. Yeah. Well, almost everyone gets power hungry, and everyone who isn't HOH is mad about someone being power hungry. Right. It's just like that's just what happens. Right. You assume you're not gonna be power hungry, and then you're in there, and it's you're kind like, of like our country right now. Right? You're like, like if you're don't poor, come in my You room. hate the rich. If you're rich, exactly. you're like, I don't really care. A lot of people, at least. I'm just, I don't know. That was a huge generalization that I didn't really need to make a parallel no. to. So I big brother, we'll man, not the Olympics. Out. We'll cut that out. Okay, there, there we go. Joking, that's uh, a quote from Tuam. Tuam, Tuam So Thursday, we have a new HOH, so I'm sure that's going to happen before then. It won't be a live one. I'm watching the feeds, and they're not doing the competition. They're all eating dinner. Great. Um, so the we're going to get the, find out who the new HOH is and see who they nominate. And then Friday, we got a double eviction. Double eviction. Double two eviction. Hour. Well, that's going to just be absolutely nuts. A two-hour double eviction. It's going to be. going to be one hell of a Friday evening, if I do say so myself. Loco. It's going to be Loco. Hopefully Lolo. To me, I hope that Lolo doesn't win. Uh, Julie signed off with Chin Moonves. Signed on with Chin Moonves. Once again, rocking that blue dress, I think. Then what did they show in the feeds but not on the show is what I wrote down. I said kind of how cold that whole Lolo gang, the room, was to everybody. Mm-hmm. I apologize for Weezy chewing this duck, but she's having I'm that hell of a time. I'm trying to distract her. And, uh, yeah, Tom and Kato, were kind of, they, they were pretty much accepting the fact that they were done, and they were kind of moping around. They all kept their distance from each other the whole uh, the whole time after Tom's uh, after the after the blow up really, but after Tom's HOH, they definitely kind of just like played pool on their own, hung out in the backyard on their own, and just chilled and didn't really deal with anybody else in the house, except for occasionally Tamar or, or occasionally Candy and occasionally Dina. But Dina just Dina doesn't know what she's doing. No, Dina's just floating around. I continue to think she's exactly like Ozzy Osbourne. Was like, what's going on? She's Candy. a little bit like. Just minus the accent. We go, what are we doing, guys? A little bit like JC, huh? where she just creates her own rules. Like, she gets in the room, the diary room to evict. She doesn't wait for Julie. She just is like, hey, yeah, I'm going to have to vote to evict, uh, you know, Cato. Uh, Lindsay, everyone else, I love you. Okay, bye. And then it's like, Julie didn't say a word to Man, you. you are in the HOH <laughs> How bedroom. How did you even know that you were supposed to start talking? Man, <laughs> this is the storage room? What are you doing here? Uh, I don't know. Where am I supposed to be? I'm what busy. is this? Is this the HOH cop? No, it's not. What are you doing? Where's the backyard? Oh, Dina. But she's, uh, I mean, she's gotten her way this far, so she, she hasn't blown up her own game like Kato did. Or, like, I guess, I don't really feel like Kato and Tom did. I just think that they were the odd guys out of that, that alliance, and they just, the, everything well, They didn't want a come lot of competitions that came off as a threat. Dina's not really doing much. But they make it seem like that they were, like, talking shit. And they were kind of being cocky at certain points. But I don't think that they were, like, rude or fucking just just trying to piss people off. No, I think it's Tom just, went through a phase where he wanted to, but I don't think he acted on it. I think few people are overly sensitive. Yeah. And they choose to not be They might remember Bo- Bobo Bones. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Bobo Bones. Bobo Bones. It's Bobo Bones. Okay. It's Boco Bobo Bones. <laughs> so uh, what I think needs to kind of happen right here is... <laughs> now, we don't know who the HOH is, so I guess this kind of hampers our discussion. But what I was going to say is I feel like Tamar, Candy, and, and Dina, are they a group? Yes. They are. Because Dina kind of, I don't know. Like I said, I have no idea what she's Dina, doing. Dina, Candy, and Tamar, I think, are an, an agreement, not okay. so much an alliance. So they I think need, they call themselves the wing girls. Well, they need, there's seven house girls in that left. They need to rope in Tom now. They need yes. to make Tom a part of them. And then they got to go after the, the room group minus Tamar. If yeah. they're smart, because Tamar has. Tamar can win the whole thing. Tamar has her 
pair with Candy, then you got a threesome that you got to not you got to break up easily this next week. You, you know, you would you would assume that like you put two of them up on the block if one of you guys if one of you four wins. Although like Lolo, Natalie, and Ricky are going to be three really strong competitors in most competitions you would yeah, assume. Tom's so Tom's really got to <laughs> carry it, which is going to hurt, but that would be another reason that Tamar and Candy would want to bring him in. And I don't understand yeah, why they wouldn't. Yeah, but like, if Tom wins, who do you think he's going to put up? Lolo and Natalie. Yeah. So no matter what. Well, so you got to put two of them, was what I'm saying. You got to put two of them no matter what, because if one well, of them wins the veto and takes yeah, the other one if, off, you're still going to have one up. Even if the other, they don't bring Tom in, Tom will get to just be like, this side is what we're going after, and you girls are going to... Stick with me. Yeah, you don't you don't really have to get the blood on your hands if Tom wins H O H. Exactly. But, uh, it feels like it's going to be a physical comp. I think. Yeah, I think they, so since too. They just had the the mental one, and it was kind of it, it was the, the picture one, I guess at least. But are they going to do comics? They didn't do comics last time, did they? Uh, Maybe towards the end. I don't know. I don't know. Well, we'll find out. Know. We'll find out, and we will talk to you guys, I guess, on Thursday. Then, huh? How about that? We'll talk to you guys on Thursday. At Pass the Gravy Bro, go give us a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever it is that you are listening to us. And share us with a friend. Go uh, five-star review our Facebook page, like Pass the Gravy Bro Podcast on Facebook, and uh, also our parent podcast, Pass the Gravy Podcast. We'll talk to you guys on Thursday. Pass the Gravy Bro. Everywhere, that's fun. What's in my mouth?